taking a look at Bitcoin's upcoming halving. Everyone is talking about Bitcoin's upcoming halving in May of 2020. It's set to start on May 14th of 2020 the big bitcoin halving that everyone is talking about that took bitcoin's price as you can see in the past from the last halving all the way from around 621 us dollars to the all-time high of 20,000 us dollars we're going to be taking a look at some key fundamental indicators that not a lot of people are talking about including this google trends chart showing that in may of 2016 prior to the rally that we saw in 2017 we saw search trends on google show all these all-time highs for bitcoin halving and right now you can see we are seeing this once again here prior to the may upcoming halving and we're also going to be looking at bitcoin's google trends chart to show you guys that as you can see here in 2017 when we saw an all-time high with bitcoin we also saw all-time highs with the google trends chart we're going to be taking a look at other headlines as well just like this as you can see here with the hash rate showing all-time highs as well and then when we look at bitcoin transactions per day finally breaking uh, new levels since the start of last year and so we've got a ton of things to look at we're going to be taking some questions from our live audience doing our technical analysis and also going over the bearish and bullish case uh, for bitcoin as we hover around that 8900 level and then for those of you that want to win this book the intelligent investor make sure to like this video we will be choosing one of you guys to win this book and of course let's just go ahead and dive right into our technical analysis i see we've already got live viewers on on Asim, good to have you on live. First and foremost here, I wanna talk about Bitcoin's bearish and bullish case. This is a very important thing here for Bitcoin because understanding where price action is headed right now is gonna give you a very good indicator of where you want to structure things over the next few weeks. However, understand this, we're gonna be talking about this halving that's coming up. As you can see, this green line on the left, this vertical green line was the previous halving, and this right here is the upcoming halving and we're going to be taking a look at how price action is extremely similar with the halving from june uh, and july of 2016 to what's happening right now in may of 2020 so let's first and foremost draw out some very key levels to look at the bearish and bullish case right now for bitcoin in the short and medium term so first and foremost i want you to realize here for the bullish scenario we're going to be looking at this 200 day moving average in green and that's going to be right here around that 8760 level 8760 that 200 day moving average extremely key level for us to watch right now especially because we are still over and uh, um, currently under uh, a golden cross as you can see with the 50 day moving average crossing above that one uh, that, sorry 200 day moving average uh, and so that is very bullish for bitcoin however we could certainly see a death cross happen if we still see lower price action below the 200 day moving average because then that 50 day in red will cross back uh over and under the 200 day moving average and that's obviously not what we want to see if we want to look at the bullish case for bitcoin i see our live audience here coach k says what's up sniper giddy mate from crypto tiger good to have you on so looking at the bullish case first and foremost we want to stay above the 200 day moving average of uh 80 uh 780 
precisely then that's changing over the next few days and then we also want to look up uh, at the 50-day moving average because this is where we want to find a breakout above the 50-day moving average to confirm a bullish case for Bitcoin. So if we were going to go ahead and make this look a little bit more aesthetically pleasing for you guys, uh, what I'll do here is I'll turn this into red because anything below that would be bearish. And then, of course, anything above that 50-day moving average, which is hovering right under 9,300, would be bullish. Now, we could certainly see a bull trap of price action going to the 50-day moving average uh, and then seeing you know uh, a push back down however that worries me because what that would show us is that we would form a potential head and shoulder pattern here if we were to do that and that would obviously be extremely bearish so ideally we don't want to see it go all the way up to the 50-day moving average and bounce down However, that is a slight possibility. We want to see volume come in if we're going to be talking about the bullish case for Bitcoin here. And then, of course, the bearish scenario here is going to be the 100 day moving average right here in blue. However, I would draw the line right under this previous support that we found here in January 22nd of 2020, right around that 8250 level. That would be my bailout point for Bitcoin long positions, being the fact that that not only is below the 100 day moving average but most importantly that is much below the 50 week moving average which is an extremely important level to watch right now in my opinion and so i'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on the bullish and bearish case here in the comments below or in the chat i see we've got scotty hourglass vishal on we're going to be taking some questions from you guys and giving away another book here the intelligent investor as we do in every live stream this is warren buffett's favorite book on investing so make sure to like the video if you guys want to participate in that and then let's go ahead and talk about the upcoming bitcoin halving so you can see here this line in green i'm going to go ahead and change the color to light blue here this is where we expect the next halving for bitcoin now when we look at the last halving for bitcoin you can see when that occurred here around july of 2016 we saw very similar price action to what we're seeing right now I'll go ahead and make this light blue as well for you guys so you have an idea of what the halving represents here with this line so you can see initially just like we are right now we saw a nice rally up at the time we went to right around 775 dollars before we saw a big push down which looked quite bearish and we saw a slow gradual consolidation the halving happened and of course we actually saw lower levels than where we were previously before we finally started the uptrend which eventually became the major breakout that then took us above 20,000 US dollars. And so if we were to look at this chart and assume that yes, what's happening right now is extremely similar to what happened uh, in June of 2016, well then if we were to take this measure here of when the actual halving occurs to when we really start seeing bullish momentum, we can see it's about 115 days. And so if we were to look at this and determine, okay, how much time do we really have to gather capital in order to be able to be positioned best with uh, capital uh, in order to you know uh, uh, have our capital in Bitcoin before we see a major run up beyond 20,000 US dollars beyond 100,000 US dollars potentially of course uh, and, and of course we're gonna be talking about a ton of fundamentals and things that correlate with that uh, but understand this when looking at this chart 115 days 
that would only give us up to around, if we were to look here, right around September of 2020, in which we will start seeing the uptrend that will then lead into new all-time highs. And of course, September is very close to October, November, and December. And of course, remember when the 2017 momentum really happened, it was around the October, November, and December timeframe. And so I believe heading into 2021, we have some time right now before we are really going to see a major breakout with Bitcoin. And I think that's going to happen here very soon, uh, especially because when we look at more fundamentals, yeah, I want you to see this. This is a Google Trends chart. Very important because this is showing you what the everyday person is searching on Google. And why is that important? Well, I'll tell you exactly why that's important. If you look here at the Bitcoin search term, what could have predicted quote unquote the rally in 2017 we'll see here that the google trends chart showed here in november of 2017 an increase in interest and of course we peaked out when bitcoin eventually peaked out and so looking at the bitcoin halving search term what's even more interesting and this is the reason for the title today the hidden indicator this is one indicator that no one is talking about if somebody's talking about that put it in the chat below i see we've got master benny on twitter watching man we've got a ton of people on our twitter watching i love twitter you know it's funny we've got a very nice audience even brock pierce follows us on twitter uh the founder of eos um you know a, a friend of mine that i've sat in private rooms with uh, we're actually going to talk a little bit about altcoins here coming up uh, as we complete this conversation about bitcoin hobby and i'll take some more questions from you guys but understand the fact that what we're seeing here right now bitcoin halving prior to the 2017 rally we saw a very high increase in interest of this search term and what are you seeing right now september 1st 2019 we started to see this increase increase and increase and what i'll tell you right now is i've got a ton of hedge fund managers that own cryptocurrency hedge funds and the one thing they will sit down and tell an investor that they will always make sure to cover is the bitcoin halving there's not one crypto hedge fund manager that's not going to sit with a potential accredited investor and not talk about the potential or the upcoming halving and use that as a key metric in order for that accredited investor to be confident in putting funds with that hedge fund manager uh you know into cryptocurrency so very important key fact lots of confirmations here and interestingly enough as the halving approaches for those of you that don't know what the halving is Right now, as a miner of Bitcoin, the only way you can produce Bitcoin is by mining it, you know, using CPU, GPU power to create or to solve complex mathematical equations that then reward you Bitcoin. And right now, the reward for miners are 12.5 Bitcoins. And during the halving, that's cut in half. And so what ends up happening is the supply becomes a lot less. The, 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 the manufactured supply, the, produ the producing supply becomes a lot less. And understand in financial markets, I've been in financial markets for over 10 years. It's all based on supply and demand. As you can see with this chart here, the hash rate seeing a new all-time high today. Why is that important? Well, that means we are seeing more and more mining power coming right now than ever before and that's important to realize because it's right before the upcoming halving and then when we look at bitcoin transactions per day seeing some new highs that we have not yet seen since the start of last year so very important to see that because in 2017 we peaked you guys know this we saw very high amounts of transactions i actually had a buddy of mine 
He was like, hey, Naeem, I don't know how to accept Bitcoin. I've got a client who wants to pay me $40,000 in Bitcoin. This was yesterday or two days ago uh, on Friday, February 28th. And he said, Naeem, would you be able to uh, help me accept this Bitcoin so I can, you know, cash this and, 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 you know, proceed with my client and do my consulting. And I'm like, well, let me teach you how to open up a Bitcoin wallet. And so I ended up walking him through on how to accept a Bitcoin transaction from Australia, $40,000 transaction, and how to liquidate that into USD using Kraken, transferring it into his bank account, and all with a $100 fee at the end when it was all said and done. And so understand there's use case, and we know that. I mean, you, if you guys have been, you know, we are one of the first crypto channels on YouTube. I know you've got all these new YouTubers, but of course we were working on our Traders Profit Club program uh, for quite some time. But now that we're back in content, understand we've been around longer than anyone and we all know the fundamentals here are, are very solid. And with Bitcoin specifically, things are looking better than ever and things are just continuing to mature and progress with regulations as well as news. So very important thing to notate right now, transactions hitting all time highs. Now, a lot of people are asking me about altcoins and I don't want you to, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want any of you guys to tune out right now because understand this, the altcoin market is a very, very important uh, aspect of the cryptocurrency sphere as a whole. And I am very, very fond of some projects, but I'm also very against a lot of projects. And one of those projects is Ripple. For those of you that have heard of Ripple, I'm sure some of you guys have owned Ripple. If you've owned an XRP token, say I in the chat. If you're on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, wherever you guys are watching, say I if you guys have owned XRP in the past. Understand this, XRP is probably the worst investment you can make in my opinion and what proves it here you can see selling xrp keeps ripple profitable ceo brad garlinghouse says very very interesting article brad garlinghouse says here we would not be profitable or cash flow positive without selling xrp and this is amidst all of the negativity that he's receiving from the community about why he keeps selling XRP. As you can see here, Ripple unlocks another 1 billion XRP from X escrow wallet yesterday, right? What does that mean? Well, understand this, Ripple has failed to explain why it needs all these funds every month, which often total more than 200 million per month. In response, the team has simply asserted that it's the protocol and something that has been in place for some time. Okay, so what's your protocol, Brad Garlinghouse? Your protocol is to liquidate your investors funds like how does that make sense it's like if you were to invest in microsoft and then bill gates comes in and says oh i'm gonna go ahead and liquidate the actual capital from your investment but i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you keep the microsoft stock on your Robinhood app by the way, Robinhood crashed today, which made a lot of people lose a lot of money, especially those shorting the, the traditional markets. If you guys were in our Discord group, you would have known not to short the traditional markets because I posted that gold was selling off. We actually posted a gold short. And of course, if people are selling off gold, where's the liquidity going to go? Into traditional markets and equity markets because we saw over 12% correction over the last week. So understand this. You know, this makes no sense to me. Why would you say that you need to liquidate, like you need to sell Ripple to be profitable? That's the worst thing in the world because what you're basically saying is, yeah, you've got all these people buying Ripple and it gives Ripple value, but look what ends up happening. Ripple fails to reclaim critical long-term support, literally the worst performing coin in the last two years. Well, there's a reason for that. It's because the CEO continues to sell the coin when people are putting, so you, people are literally putting money into Ripple and then the CEO comes in and says, oh, thanks. I'm going to take the money, but I'm going to leave you with this useless coin. 
makes no sense and really hurts our image. And that's all I have to say about Ripple. I don't even want to give him the time of day. But understand this. What I want you guys to realize is there are a lot of centralized projects in the sphere and altcoins. I've said this for the last two years. And if you guys have heard me say this, say I. I see we've got Rafael Blanco. He said I. Flip Z, Rozu, Shazam on YouTube. Zach Dems. Damn, we've got a lot of people on our live stream right now. Good to have you guys. If you guys want to win this book, like the video. If you guys enjoy this content, like the video. And I will ask a question at the end of this live stream for those of you that want to win the intelligent investor shipped straight to your house. Amazon one day shipping, baby. But understand this. So the centralized projects, we've said this for the last two years. Most of these altcoins, 98% will not be around 10 years from now. Why is that the case? Well, the case is because of the centralized aspect of it. Bitcoin is not centralized, and that's why you don't see these type of issues with Bitcoin. That's why Bitcoin is one of the top performing assets in the last five or decade or whatever you want to, you know, whatever time frame you want to look at it. One of the best performing assets of our decade right now, if not the best performing asset of our decade, not the worst performer because we've got Brad Garlinghouse selling it off, right? So understand Bitcoin is very different from these altcoins and to stay away from these altcoins. As a matter of fact, this is a very important article I want you guys to read here. Tron, right? So Justin Sun, I'm going to give you guys some backstory. This is important. I know you guys might not want to hear Tron or Steam, but this is important to understand the mindset of a centralized project and why they don't work. So recently, Justin Sun met with the chairman of Steemit, this is some backstory, and he purchased Steemit. If you guys know what Steemit is, one of the oldest, oldest, oldest blockchain platforms and is a blockchain-based social media platform where you earn rewards through the Steam token, right? So long story short, Tron Justinson buys Steemit, and headline here says, Steam community is in an uproar as crypto exchanges back reversal of a blockchain governance software. So what ended up happening was Justinson bought Steemit, and people were like, wait, why is he like in control of our rewards now and our Steam tokens? Well, what did they do? They ended up winning a 51% vote in forking the Steam coin, which basically meant that what Justin Sun just bought became useless to him, in which now he has no control over. And guess what he did? Steam and Tron have moved to reverse a recent blockchain software that sought to reduce their ability to sway governance decisions according to a blog post. The effort was seemingly assisted by crypto exchanges Binance, Hiobi, Polonix, and other exchanges as tokens held by those firms were used by Tron and Steam to overturn the software and maintain control over the Steam network for at least four to six weeks. The hostile takeover has angered community members, prompting some developers to pull back their Steam-related apps. He basically screwed over the Steam community and it was supposed to be this decentralized, right? I mean, that's the whole concept of blockchain. But he, he, he used his centralized authority, he used his money, and he used his relationships with exchanges to bypass it. And I think that's wrong. And my message to you guys is do not keep tokens on exchanges. Exchanges have too much power. The reason this happened was because Binance was holding so much Steam tokens that they had the majority vote and they used, if you have Steam token in Binance, they used your vote to do what they wanted. And so it's like almost as if somebody voted for you. Let's say, you know, we've got the primary elections coming, right? Super Tuesday, what is it? Is it isn't that today? Tomorrow, Super Tuesday's tomorrow, right? Would you be let me ask you guys a question watching live right now Would you guys be okay if you had some government authority? Use your name to vote for who they wanted 
for the presidential election? Well, that's exactly what happened here. And that's why, in my opinion, you have to be very careful if you own a large amount of Bitcoin, if you own a large amount of any coin, use a hardware wallet, keep the private keys to yourself and understand that the exchanges have a lot of control and they typically are not going to use it to your benefit. And on top of that, understand the majority of projects that are centralized. A lot of these altcoins are not going to be around 10 years from now because you don't sustain a business model by selling tokens and selling $200 million worth every month. So you can be on the Ellen show like Mr. Brad Garlinghouse did. So understand this stuff is extremely important. And before we do some more technical analysis on traditional markets, I want to talk about the coronavirus because it's extremely important that you guys realize that it's not as bad as people say it is. People are freaking out right now. They're saying that things are going crazy, but the thing is they're not looking at actual charts to realize that this was February 13th. And I want you guys to tune out right now because realize this, it's February 13th, this is when everybody started freaking out right after Valentine's Day, right? Before that, we knew about the coronavirus. Nobody was freaking out. And it was because look at the numbers. They weren't crazy but of course china forgot to report a lot of their cases on the 13th of february and that shot up the number of cases that was reported that day that freaked everyone out but what people don't realize is look how good we're doing right now look at all of these recoveries the green is showing the recovered cases the red symbolizes the new confirmed cases you can obviously see a trend here where we're seeing way more recoveries now we're seeing way less red matter of fact just on the third of you know right now we've only have we've only had less than 120 cases so understand things are going really well with the coronavirus apple just opened up all of their factories in china and so don't freak out don't listen to the news uh when they just want to get your watch time they want to get your reading time uh and that's really all they're up for so Understand this, uh, for those of you that are in our uh, premium group, we, we posted a trade for Microsoft, we posted a trade for Apple, we posted a trade for Walmart yesterday. A lot of those have hit profit targets. Uh, and I want you guys to realize that what I'm gonna show you right now is gonna influence the cryptocurrency uh, and specifically Bitcoin's price in the short term more than anything. And that's the health of our traditional markets. You can see we've got the S&P 500 pulled up. We've got this beautiful reversal candle pattern here. You can see we found support double bottomed here right at that area below 3000 at 2852. And now we're seeing a nice push to the upside. It's something that I actually posted on our discord for those of you not on our discord the link is in the description below it's discord.gg profits i posted this on friday you can see here i said stocks have seen a major correction over the last week however the next few trading sessions look to be more positive especially if we see gold to break new key levels of support showing capital that was previously hedged getting ready to re-enter other markets stocks and even possibly bitcoin right and this will be verified tomorrow long story short for those of you getting our premium signals and our premium signal group i ended up sending out a gold short at 1610 that went ahead and hit all three targets at over 250 plus pips profit that eventually led to the stock signals that we sent out on sunday all most of them hitting targets microsoft apple walmart and as you can see that's also represented here by the s p 500 chart with this huge huge buy wick for those of you that were affected by robin's hood downtime say something in the chat that was totally totally wrong of robin hood um if you guys don't know robin hood 
their whole app went down this morning and today was one of the most volatile one of the best days in the stock market matter of fact as soon as we had our first huge gap down here i told you guys i was like well understand yes we had our worst day since 2008 matter of fact worst week ever in the stock market but if you look at history tony robbins actually said this once he said in one of his podcasts tony robbins said typically when there's the worst day in the stock market, within 10 days will be the best day in the stock market. And understand this, when you understand long-term investing, you know, the S&P 500 historically over the last 150 plus years has returned over 10% profits on an annual basis, minus inflation of 3%, about 7% return every single year. That 7% return becomes 3% or even 5% just for missing one day in the stock market. And that's the best day of the stock market. So for those of you that did miss the best day, today was a great day. Dow up over 1,200 points. Then it's unfortunate. Once again, just like we talked about with all the centralized aspects of what's happening um, with, you know, Tron and Steam, it's, it's the same thing with even Robinhood. You know, you really want to get yourself on a good broker when you're trading something like E-Trade, something like TD Ameritrade. Uh, one that has good volume and good uptime. And so you can see here with the Dow breaking multiple resistance levels. I expected it to continue to break resistance levels. Uh, of course, there will be some resistance here around that 27,000 area. Of course, with traditional markets, as we start to see this go up, we'll also see some strength with Bitcoin here. Shazam on YouTube says, Justin Sun, Donald Trump, Elon Musk, all the same. <laughs> awesome. Let's see. OTTOL says, feel the burn. Let's see. Bruh, XRP says, Naeem got some today. LOL. No, you know, it's just, I, I need to get back in the groove, guys. You got to understand. I got to get back in the groove. That's why I'm trying to get more consistent with the schedule. Uh, I, I just spent so much time on Traders Profit Club, but we're to a point where we've got very good signals coming out. We've got a strong community and it's time for me to start producing content for you guys, get back to what I love to do. Uh, and of course it takes time yet. Yeah, you know, our last video was, was mediocre in my opinion. Uh, my mic was not set up properly and stuff, but you're going to see as time progresses, we are going to be the best source for financial market news. And that's because we want to make sure we bring you guys the most accurate news. I want to wrap this live stream up soon, give away this book to one of you guys watching. If you guys want to be eligible, like the video here. And my question to you guys is understand this. We are seeing some amazing times in the market right now. We're seeing tons of volatility. Volatility is fun if you know what you're doing. If you're a trader, volatility is fun. If you're an index fund holder, volatility is still fun because during these drops, that's when you can really get some nice index funds for really cheap. But my question to you guys to win this book here is, do you guys believe more in Bitcoin seeing new highs after the halving or do you guys believe more in seeing, matter of fact, why don't I ask you guys this, which equity or which asset do you guys believe in the most? Gold, Bitcoin, or equity markets? If you had $100,000 right now, you're only able to put it into one asset class, which is probably dumb because you always want to diversify. But if you only, and you'll learn that when you're reading Intelligence Investor, but I want to ask you this, if you only had one asset class to put $100,000 in, would it be gold, Bitcoin, or equity markets? When I say equity markets, let's just take like the SPY, for example, total stock market uh, ETF, for example. So, you know, you're basically following the S&P 500. So those are the three options, gold spots, Bitcoin in a hard wallet or equity markets, where would you put your money right now if you had that decision today? And for answering that question, one of you guys will win the intelligent investor here. I see on Twitter, Mountain Farm says gold. 
Crypto Brand says, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Malvin says, Bitcoin. Straddle says, equity. Interesting. Master Benny, Bitcoin, 100%. Zach Dem says, believe in gold the most. Mm, gold, uh, no, equity markets have outperformed gold um, year over year when you look at the long term. Chris always says, bro, I just saw your comment about him getting some. LOL. Let's see. Trust me. I, mean, I get some all the time. It's, it's not a, it's not a rare occurrence to do that in my life. Mountain Farm says gold. Oscar D. Campunzano from Twitter says Bitcoin with a hard wallet. I like that you put the hard wallet, especially because on our last video, we covered Google Authenticator being breached recently with malware. That, you know, is like the number one way to prevent things uh, from from getting hacked. And, and that's already breached. Uh, and then, of course, what we talked about today with the exchanges, you know, you're leaving your coins with them. They have more things that they can do with that than you think. You know, you can you think so. It's it's important. Lawrence says equity markets. Rob says Bitcoin hard wallet. Stephen Kennedy says Bitcoin. Interesting. So winner of the book is going to be Oscar de Campanz. I can't even say the last name right. It's Spanish, right? Campanzuna or Campuzano. Send me a message on Discord. Uh, if you want to join, it's discord.gg slash profits. Uh, and then just send me a private message. You'll see me on the members list at the top. Uh, and we'll take it from there. Or send me a message on Twitter if you'd like, since you're on Twitter. And you'll win this book. We give away book every live stream. Thank you guys for tuning in. I don't want to take too much of your time today. I wanted to cover some very important news because a lot of things are moving right now. So if you guys want to rewatch this video, feel free to do that because we went over some really, really meaty things here and to just wrap up with our bitcoin analysis here once and for all understand the bearish case here if we go below the 200 day moving average of 8700 that or i'm sorry 8780 but that's moving it's constantly moving so around 8780 let's call that the, the, the mark anything below 8780 we're starting to get bearish anything below 8250 all my long positions are out because 7500 is the clear choice at that point Anything above 9,300, which is the 50-day moving average, will be very positive. The other reason we've got this line here at 8,250 is the 50-week moving average. We don't want to go below that. You can see when we went below that in the past, we've seen some very, very bearish price action. So we don't want to get there. And once again, look at what happened before the halving in 2016, before we saw $20,000 Bitcoin. Check this baby out. So we go to the halving here of 2016 very similar price action we saw a high we consolidated after a big drop and then that gave us some time so don't rush understand this here's the other thing don't rush if i were you this is how you play this hundred dollars a week in bitcoin doesn't matter what price same time same day every week you purchase a hundred dollars it's called dollar cost averaging in right you've got time we've got time trust me if you look at what happened, we had all this time before we saw the rally. Same thing happening right now. We've got all this time and realize this. At the end of the day, we're still so far away from this halving compared to what I just showed you. So we've got all this time to consolidate. And then even after that, we've got time to consolidate. And all of the, all of the metrics are falling in place. You can see Bitcoin halving before we saw the rally. The rally happened right around here. This is where the rally happened, right here. This is where the rally happened. This is when we saw the spike in interest of what the Bitcoin halving was. Whoever was searching Bitcoin halving here all probably became a multimillionaire because they realized the fact that, okay, something's going on. Something's about to happen. Because understand what this chart is representing here. This chart is basically representing that 
whoever was, you know, searching up Bitcoin halving in 2016, they were most likely buying Bitcoin and they were the ones that benefited the most of the uh, on that $20,000 rally. And so you can see very similar pattern here. This is very, very impressive to me. The fact that we're seeing this much interest in Bitcoin halving right now on Google Trends, because when you look at just Bitcoin term in general, you can see we're seeing none of that here right now. Right. So you can obviously see how that metric actually plays a huge part. And so with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. And I'll see you guys on Discord. We got more signals to post. It's going to be a new trading session tomorrow, new day, new week. And if you guys enjoyed this content, like the video, and I'll see you guys soon. Take care.